Hello, 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 guys. It's your girl, Rachel Real, coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy, You Ain't Crazy is a, is a podcast where I give support to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or you don't know what's going on. You just need to confirm that you ain't crazy. So, guys, I hope you're having an amazing weekend so far. It's a beautiful day in my location. I hope it is where you are as well. And I've just, I just stopped by today to give you some encouragement today. I'm out doing another walk and talk. And uh, it's a beautiful day, but it's still a little windy. So hopefully I can talk or speak above it just to drop this support off to you today. Happy Father's Day out there to all of the amazing dads out there. I know there are some great ones out there. And I say Father's Day to you guys the ones who are doing what they need to do, who's being great dads and being there for their kids and loving them and giving them the support and validation that they need to receive from a parent. Kudos to you guys. And just to put the disclaimer out there, I am Rachel Real, a certified life coach, focusing on relationships, helping you to get or to reach your relationship goals. And I'm also a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic relationship. Didn't know what the crap I was dealing with. I did my work and I'm here to help you guys to do the same. So there you have it. As I walk, I might sound like I'm out of breath. You might hear cars riding by, dogs barking, birds chirping, anything you can think of that goes on outside. On this informal episode or podcast my main mission is is to make sure individuals who are out there who are struggling in toxic relationships get the support that they need by myself and other content creators who are raising awareness about this personality disorder what it looks like what it can do to you and to help you and encourage you to choose you over all of the toxicity and the the toxicity and the abuse choose you love you you know let that nonsense go you know you can't change people but you can change you so there you have it guys now that that disclaimer is out there let's get into it this is part two i've done some episodes in between but i wanted to speak on again uh part two of the episode of not allowing strangers to be around your children keep strangers away from your kids so i'm just going to talk a little about that today give you some encouragement and continue to speak on that with stop allowing strangers to be around your child or children because they just might be a narcissist you know narcissists move very very fast and when you are getting when you have entered a new relationship and you're getting into the the lermy phase the data phase getting to know people the person you know male or female that takes time and as i mentioned in in part one of this episode you know you don't want to traumatize your child when you're probably well not probably you will be traumatized if you're with a narcissist you're going to be traumatized so please just think of your child so they're not burdened with adult issues you know 
Narcissists move very fast and you don't know what you're about to enter into. And very often you'll find people leave one relationship and go right into another one. Not even allowing themselves to heal because anyone who's in a toxic relationship with a narcissist, you are not ready to go and enter into another relationship with someone. You need to heal. Heal. Look at yourself. Become self-aware. Find out how did you get there in the first place to make sure any brokenness that you need to deal with within yourself, you deal with it. But if you don't deal with it, you're just going to allow another narcissist to get in there. Meanwhile, your child, who shouldn't have to go through that, is going to experience another loss, another traumatic experience, like over and over before they can even think about becoming an adult. Which is why it's important that you put your child's needs before yours when it comes to uh, being in a relationship. That's not something that you got to get, get into, especially if you have not confirmed that it's an unhealthy relationship. You know, you got somebody coming in and tearing you down, insulting you in front of your kids. That's not cool. You know, your child don't need to watch somebody else tear their parent down. Back again, male or female. I don't care if it's the biological uh, parent or not. It doesn't matter. No one should be tearing you down or y'all shouldn't be tearing each other down in front of the child. Children are exposed to too much, entirely too much, just for the sake of a parent to be in a relationship. It's not that freaking serious, especially if all you do is fuss and tear each other down. It's not that serious. Or if you're the person who just sits and you're the person who's taking it, you know, you're getting the beat down and your child has to deal with that. So I just wanted to speak on that. Again, narcs move very fast. So don't be moved so quick to jump into a relationship feeling like you got the one and you don't even know the person. You know, you can be a man trying to get a mommy for your kids or you can be a female trying to get a daddy for your kids and whoa they'll be daddy all right they'll be mommy all right some maniac that you never even knew knew that they were such you know but if you take your time and you get to know the person before you even think about bringing them around your children you can save them the grief you know you don't have to worry about taking your frustration out on your children if you're never if you don't allow yourself to get into that situation in the first place you know don't allow yourself to get into the situationship in the first place choose your kids i can't stress it enough you got enough kids growing up to be adults whose parents stayed in unhealthy relationships when does it stop when People are so concerned and here goes the wind guys trying to speak above it or walk through it. But yeah, like I was saying, people are more concerned about choosing their intimate needs over the needs of parenting or I mean of that child over the needs of that child who needs a parent, you know? Do it for them, if nothing else. 
I personally can't even imagine choosing someone else over my seed. Somebody I brought into this world, raised them. My responsibility is to nurture them, steer them in the way in which they should go, train them. And all along, I'm allowing somebody to devalue me, discard me, and I beg to get them back and dragging my innocent child in the situation, come on, that makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. And yeah, I wanna talk about it because it's ridiculous and it happens far too often that somebody is more interested in being booed up than making sure that child uh, emotional needs are met and their physical needs are met. They rather, Instead of even fixing dinner, breakfast, lunch, they're too busy being broke down by narcissists. And if you learn, back to being educated, if you learn of all the thing about the things that the narc will do, you will understand it's not even worth it. For what? Put your put your child on the side. Let your child sit on the sideline while you worry about somebody who never even existed. You know. A narcissist, that crap can be draining as F. It's very draining. And they require so much attention that it's not even worth it. That's a full-time job. You have to constantly entertain them. You know, they're constantly seeking validation, whether it's from you or someone else. And now with social media, they're gonna stay on there, you know? They're gonna stay on there looking for someone to like a picture of theirs, worried about posting a picture to get a like because of needing self-validation. I mean, they need that validation that you might not have time to give to them because you're focusing on your child as you should be or children as you should be. They might have time to be pacifying no adult. You know, they gotta wait their turn. And definitely if you when you do get to them and they're belittling you, devaluing you, dismissing you, rude, disrespectful, you know, you don't need that mess around your children. Absolutely not. Not at all. It is not worth it. No way that you cut it. No dollar amount. And a lot of the times people ain't even getting money. But even if you did, it's not worth your dignity. It's not worth your child not having somebody there to raise them and rear them in the right way in which they should go. You know, it's crazy. It really is. So don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Be there for those babies. They need you. The narc, all they're going to do is go on to another person and do the same thing that they're doing to you or do it to both of you at the same time. I listened to mental illness who is a diagnosed narc and he gives information you know and i'll recap on some of the topics that he speaks about you know every now and again and he was talking about on one of his episodes where he was just talking about how they need attention why they move on to relationships so so fast that's another another episode but they do They move very fast. He was just saying, and I already kind of sensed it, obviously. Uh, I can't speak to that because I'm not a narc, but I do remember the one I was with used to talk about hearing voices, 
I didn't know what he was talking about, but it made sense once I confirmed he was a narcissist. Um, but mental illness was saying how they don't like to be alone. It's like darkness. It's like them, they gotta have somebody giving them that validation because they don't feel love. They don't feel worthy of being loved. So everything is dark for them. But they're also people who self-sabotage anything. They know what they're doing, but can't help themselves, you know? So that's what he does. Just into breaking a person down, you know, breaking you down. Meanwhile, tear you down. That's what the narc will do. And next thing you know, they push you away. They know it. They know exactly what they're doing. Break you down. And he says that it's like darkness, which is why they move so fast because they don't like to be alone. Because again, it's like the walls are closing in on them. You gotta get somebody to replace the other person, even if it's not somebody who they really wanna be with. They don't care, as long as it's a new supply. Because they're gonna just, it just gives them work. They can just break that person down, you know? He says when they're alone, it feels like you sit there and you gotta literally be taunted by all of the stuff, or haunted, I should say, by all of the things that they did wrong. And then, it, of course, it means accountability, but that's not something they wanna do, so they gotta move fast and replace you. Which half of the times, if they see that you've sensed that that mask has slipped, they're gonna, they're already in the process of replacing you. Even if you didn't catch them cheating, you better believe. I know mine moved really fast. He was with somebody else before the divorce was final with them months. And I made sure I filed for a divorce like months after, I, probably three months after I left. Because as long as you have mutual consent, you ain't gotta wait no year, not in my state. You know, wait a year and I encourage you to look at your laws because if you're not together, you don't have any assets, you don't have children or anything like that. And as long as you don't have an a-hole who's trying to fight you on it, and that's another conversation with how you can get what you want, but there is a strategy with how to do it. But long and short, when you're, when you are, if they are like mine, did agree, you know, first, he kind of procrastinated with it, but I had to move in a certain fashion to finally get him to sign the papers, and he did. And I signed those things immediately. I mean, we signed them immediately, and I filed it. That's what I'm going to say. I filed it in court, like, immediately, wasting no time. Let's get this taken care of. But my point is, months before, um, like, well, a couple of months, that person was damn near living with him. We weren't even divorced yet. The papers were filed. It takes like 90 days to even get a court date. And then some more time with that. So you already know that he ain't trying to deal with no feelings. For, for me, oh no, I'm not jumping into another relationship. I got to detox, get my mind right, what, figure out what no hell just happened. In the last five years of my life, the back and forth, the stopping, the starting, the relationship, it was the laws, the smearing campaign. Like, what in the hell was that that I just entered and left over the last five years of my life? And how do I make sure this shit doesn't happen again? So when you're doing all of that, how do you have time to replace somebody but somebody who's healthy-minded? You ain't trying to live that life all over again. A narcissist, oh, they got to be baiting that new supply before you get up out of there, which makes sense. Like, everything I learned 
it makes sense. It, it just, it, it, it comes full circle, full circle to confirm I wasn't crazy, you know, but if you don't take the time to, and, and mind you, my kids are grown. So if you're dealing with somebody, you got little ones and you, they're living with you and you're going to expose them to, to another relationship and get involved with another narcissist. Look, I can't, look at that little dog, there he is again. <laughs> but you involve yourself high and you involve yourself into I mean get involved with another narcissistic relationship and you haven't even healed from the first that's kind of like what they do you know afraid to be alone for what when you have children what kind of time do you have to really give to a relationship and you just got out of one male or female what kind of time do you really have you know None, none, definitely not no toxic one. Now, if the child goes with the other parent and you got a little time on your hands to get to know somebody, do that aside from the kids seeing them. Respect your children, respect them. You know, they deserve to be respected. Stop bringing every Mary Sue and Lou and Terry, Tony and Tim around your children or child. It's not right. It's not right at all. So that's all I have for today. Finishing up that part two of that. Um, I forgot which episode it is. I think it may have been episode. Um, let me see real quick. I'll keep talking while I'm researching to see which episode that was where this is part two. So you can listen to both parts, you know, and hopefully it's something that resonates with you. Um, this is, or was, okay, it was episode 53. Yeah, this is part two to episode 53. Keep strangers away from your children. So if you want to listen to the first part, part one, that's episode 53. Yeah. So yeah, please, as I close. Peace and blessings to you guys. I hope you have an amazing Father's Day. Those of you who are dads and doing your thing, taking care of your kids, being there for your kids and, you know, always being there even when they were younger and you didn't put people in front of them. Or if you did, you learned from it and you don't do it anymore. You know, when you learn better, you do better. And that's how it is. Just recognize the fact that kids are people, too. And I'm speaking on behalf of them. I'm advocating for them. I know we've all been kids once. Ask yourself, how did you feel? Or how would you feel if you didn't have that? If you were fortunate enough to not have that experience, how would you feel if you did? And if you did not have that experience, you know, what would it feel like if you did have it? You know, so it's just one of those things where you definitely can relate if you put yourselves in the kid's position and just understand that, they have enough to deal with as children as often as we as adults feel like you ain't got no problems. Yeah, they do. You know, as they continue to grow and they're trying to learn themselves, you know, you got to discipline them. You got to give them direction. They got all of these people who are telling them to go this way, to go that way, to go that way. Just think about when you were a kid. It's, it's, they don't have, there's no blueprint to tell you which way to go. There's no compass. You want to hope that your parents are there to kind of give you some direction. And some kids don't even listen to their parents, you know. 
So the last thing you want to do is give them a reason to not listen to you because you're sitting up there taking some bullshit from an arc, you know, from some toxic person. So they're going to be like, how are you going to tell me about a relationship? And I'm looking at you deal with somebody who treats you like crap. If it's a man, you're, you're dealing with somebody who emasculates you and treats you like crap. And if it's a woman, you're dealing with somebody who disrespects you and belittles you, devalue you, cheat on you. And again, a woman can do the same to a man. So either way, it's just toxic. It's not worth it. So there you have it, guys. Love you much. Peace and blessings to you. Your girl, Rachel Rill, is out. Have an amazing weekend and happy Juneteenth. If I don't talk to you before then, peace and blessings to you. I'm out. Talk to you in the next episode. Bye.